Good morning, good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarva speaking, inviting you to stay tuned for the next few moments to hear another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message we call the old Trailblazer broadcast. Yes, this is Pastor Albert Pendarva, the old Trailblazer, picking up the reins of old Dan and riding forth, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners like the old Trailblazer did, Pastor L.R. Shelton did many years ago there in the hills of North Louisiana, riding old Dan out in the bend of the creeks and the forks of the road in little country churches, wherever he could find two or three gathered together and bring forth God's message, bring forth God's God's word to a lost and dying world. Yes, that's what we are here to do. The Lord gave us that commission, go forth and preach the gospel. He said, preach my word, preach the gospel day in and day out. We, we Leave the results in my hand. That's what the Lord, we, we preachers, we don't have any power. We don't have any authority over sin, over anything. We're just commanded to preach God's word and be faithful and be true to God's word. So that's what we're doing here at the old Trailblazer broadcast. We're going out over many of these great radio stations now. If you have friends or neighbors, call them up. Tell them to tune into this station to which you're listening to to hear the old Trailblazer bring God's message. We're going to be true to your soul, my friend. We're not going to pull our punches. We're not going to worry about stepping on your toes if we bring you God's word and it cuts. Then so be it. God's child, you can't preach too hard for God's child. Did you know that? My folks tell me here, Pastor, go on. Preach the gospel. Preach the truth. Call sin, sin. That's what we do. We do, my friend. We call your number first, and if that don't do any good, we call your name. If you're living in sin, you're going to hell, my friend. That's right. Why should I bite my tongue to tell you that you're going to hell? One day you will rue the day that you didn't listen. One day you will praise the Lord if the Lord saves you, that the old trailblazer was true to your soul. We're bringing you a series of messages now, have been for quite a while now, coming down close to the end. Uh, On this subject, Satan, the god of this world, and we're looking now at the mark of the beast. This is an interesting study. It's a blessed study. The Lord's been blessing my heart, bringing these studies day by day, day after day. We've been looking there in the 13th chapter of Revelation, and we're reading where the, uh, where the Antichrist was killed and raised from the dead. Listen, my friend. And the deadly wound was healed in Revelation 13:14, which had the wound by the sword and did live. This means that the Antichrist will be killed with the sword, His soul will go to hell, and he'll be raised from the dead. Just as Christ, see the imitation there, my friend? Just as Christ was raised from the dead, so will the Antichrist be raised from the dead. When the Antichrist comes back from the grave, the whole world will wonder after him and worship him, saying, Who is like unto the beast? And who is likened unto the beast? Listen, my friend, who is able to make war with him? He'll come back demonized, showing his true colors. That's right. He's had the world deceived for these so many years now. But listen, before we go any farther, I want us to notice this fact. When the Antichrist is raised from the dead, the false prophet will come with him. Read Revelation 13, 11. Now listen, listen as we read it. And I beheld another beast coming up on the earth, coming out of the earth. So when the Antichrist shall be raised from the dead and shall come back with all the power of Satan, then another beast will rise with him known as the false prophet. It says here, he, 
He, the false prophet, had two horns like a lamb and spake like a dragon. He will come forth as a religious leader. Now, that's right, my friend. There's that uh, imitation. He will be to the Antichrist what the Holy Spirit is to Christ. He will look like, move like, and imitate a Christian, but he'll be a dragon. He's a false prophet of Satan. Now, you, now listen, you, uh, who, who, the false, who the false prophet will be? The Scripture doesn't say, but let me pass on this su suggestion. This is just something that's rolled around in the back of our head for many years, and it's not scriptural. But Judas is carried. The one who betrayed Christ was called by Jesus more than once, the son of perdition. And when he committed suicide, recorded there in the first chapter of Acts, it is said that he went to his own place. Now, there's much significance meant there. I wish you'd read that and study it. Get your good commentaries out and read that. It means he went to the special place prepared for him. In the second chapter of Second Thessalonians, the Antichrist is referred to as the son of perdition. Then the false prophet also would be a son of perdition. And he may be and could be Judas Iscariot raised from the dead. Yes, that's right. Our personal conviction is here at Radio Missions, it's Pastor Field, like that this is uh, who he will be. Now, that's not important that he will be, but that's just our conviction here. When Satan entered Judas Iscariot to betray Christ, he tried to demonize him, but old Judas couldn't take it. No, he went out there and hanged himself, didn't he? He couldn't take it, my friend. But when he comes back from hell and his body is raised from the grave, he will be demonized. He will be the son of perdition, the son of Satan, the son of hell. And he'll be to the Antichrist what the Holy Spirit is to Christ. According to Revelation 13, 12, he exercises all the power of the first beast before him. Then, as a result of this power, he will cause the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast, the Antichrist. Christ, whose deadly wound was healed, or who was raised from the dead. This false prophet with the powers of Satan will do great wonders, so that he make his fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of men. It is said in 2 Thessalonians 2, 9, that the Antichrist will come after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. So will the false prophet come upon the scene in the same manner with all power, signs, and lying wonders. For what purpose, you ask? To deceive the them to deceive them that on the earth by the means of these miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. When the Lord Jesus Christ came on the scene after his baptism, his credentials were healing the leper, opening the eyes of the blind, raising the dead, preaching the gospel to the poor, that men's eyes, the eyes of blind, raising the dead and preaching the gospel, that men's eyes might be open to see uh, themselves as lost sinners that they might be saved. Now that's the work of the Holy Spirit. Now my friend when the false prophet comes upon the scene in fellowship with the Antichrist he will perform these miracles that men might be deceived. In other words that through these miracles by the power of Satan their eyes may be opened to see themselves as lost sinners under the leadership and rule and reign of the false prophet and the Antichrist. No sinner's eyes will be ever open. They'll be they'll be confirmed in their unbelief and blindness and will be carried to hell without warning. Now, my friend, that's true. We, uh, we just minimize, don't we, the, the work of Satan. We just minimize it. We look over it. That's right. Let me call your attention to the manifestation of the spirit of the Antichrist today. 
And that's what we were just speaking of. Today, the Spirit is here with us today, the Spirit of Antichrist. All of your so-called miracles of healing that is abroad in the land today, whatever name they go under, that's right. That's right, divine healing, power, all of those things. We, we have so many religious broadcasters now. They claim to have power. I hear them say, I command Satan in the name of this and in the name. They don't have that power, my friend, but Satan does. Satan has power to give them, to energize them. I've never yet found one who was awakened under that kind of mission, ministry to the fact that they were ever lost. I've never hear one of them. I've hear radio preachers come on the air gulping for breath, and they never say praise the Lord for saving a poor old sinner like me. Now, my friend, I listen to preachers. I want to hear what they say. I want to know what's going on in our present world. And I listen, and I listen, uh, I don't listen critically. I'm not critical. I'm just analyzing their condition. But I listen for one thing. When I speak to an individual here at the bookstore or at the storehouse or here at the tabernacle, I, and they start to tell me something, I listen for one thing. Do they know the Lord? Do they uh, exalt? the Lord in their speech, in their living? Do they tell how the Lord saved them? Do they tell what a poor old sinner they were? And you never hear one of these who brag on the power and the miracles and the divine healing. You never hear one of them. I challenge you to tell me who they are. I never hear one of them say, I want to thank the Lord tonight, this morning, this evening, this afternoon, for saving a poor old wretched sinner like I am. I don't hear them. I hear them thanking the Lord for power, thanking the Lord for casting out demons. I hear them say now they have a revelation from the Lord. That's a lie to hell, my friend. There's no such a thing as a revelation from heaven. You don't get a revelation. When the Lord closed the canon of the scriptures, all of that came to end, my friend. The only communication we have with the Lord now is through his authorized version of the Bible. It speaks to our heart. Now, I challenge you to tell me, show me where any man has a revelation. All of these illusions that folks see on the window panes out there in the country with the sun shining through a treetop, making it look like the Virgin Mary. Well, my friend, that's all out of hell. That's a lie to hell. And I challenge you to prove it to me that it's not. My friend, listen, we're living in perilous times. Our souls are at stake. My family's lost. Your families are lost. My congregation here is lost, many of them. And I'm bringing you God's Word. I'm bringing you, thus saith the Lord, and it's time to wake up, my friend. We have gotten away from the majesty of the Lord, the awesomeness of the God who created this world. And I know that that's why, because Satan has permeated our pulpits, permeated our homes, permeated our Bible school, and no one now is preaching, hardly ever, no one, our theological seminaries are hotbeds of, of uh, Armenianism and rationalism and, that, and all of those easy believingism, and our churches now are, are come together to see how many numbers they can get. They put on a quota system and they have to report to the hierarchy uh, somewhere in some city. Poor little old country churches out here having to go out and rake and scrape children to come into the Sunday school to meet their quota. My friend, that's just a, that's all uh, Satan's, Satan's tools, my friend. Listen now, listen. The spirit of Antichrist is now 
on this scene. And, and I, as I say, they never have been awakened. None of them ever, you ever hear them say, thank you, Lord, for saving such an old wretched sinner, guilty sinner, and you don't see them being brought to the Lord. No, I've, I've not found one who rejoices in Christ and him alone because he has been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. No, they speak about, they're speaking in tongues. They speak about praying through. They speak about being filled with the Holy Spirit. They speak all of those things, but they never speak about the atoning work of the Holy Spirit, of the atoning work of the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross where his precious blood was shed for sinners, poor old wretched sinners like we are. My friend, we don't need power. We need the Lord. We don't need power. We don't need Holy Ghost speaking in tongue. We need to be redeemed. We need to be washed by the blood of the Lamb of God and brought to the knowledge of of the Lord that he saves sinners. We need to be broken at his feet, begging for mercy for our own selves, for our families, our loved ones. Lord, don't leave us. Lord, don't leave us. That's what we need to pray for. You say you don't know what to pray for? Pray that the Lord will send his Holy Spirit to awaken us, not to empower us with power from on high that we can speak in tongues and jump around and clap and holler. No, we don't need that. We need to be awakened to the fact that our folks are lost. We need to be awakened to the fact that we're lost. Many of our preachers and teachers and Bible teachers and piano players and and song leaders are lost and on the road to hell, my friend, and folks won't say anything about it. Our average little Sunday school teachers and preachers, little silk handkerchief preachers are gone to seed on decisionism and believingism and then running to the beach on Saturdays with a truckload of kids and call that a Sunday school outing, my friend. That's nothing more than the, than the tricks of Satan. Oh, my friend, listen, I can't hardly stand it. The Lord has to give me grace to sit here behind this microphone and call to your attention that if you're not saved, you're lost and going to hell. Are you going to be here when the, when the Antichrist comes on the scene? His spirit is here now. That's what we are seeing, and that's what we're going to go into in our next study. I wish you'd write me. This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions. Post Office Box. 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785. You sit down and write me, send me a check for the broadcast, help me. Say, Pastor, I want to help you with the broadcast. Would you do that? I, I, I need you to help me. We got, we, we need, we have plenty of more stations we could go on if you would help us. Remember our mailing address, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye, and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you Radio Missions is offering a flash drive containing sermons delivered by L.R. Shelton Sr., the founding pastor of the ministry. Each flash drive contains 844 sermons and over 500 hours of preaching. For more information on this historic offer, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658.